0: Hey, welcome and welcome back to the podcast called Yes, I'm a Teenager and I Have Opinions. My name is Melissa and I'm the host of the podcast. And today we are going to be talking about my experience with therapy. I did make an episode about that, like, hold on, let me actually look when I did because I can look. Um, But I did make an episode on the podcast, but like now that I am fully like, it's been a year Okay, yeah. Um, the latest episode that I did with um, talking about therapy was November 16. And um, it's been a year. And, um, yeah, I'm done with therapy. So, um, November 16 was the last, like... I-, I think I was just talking about my experience. But now that I'm done with therapy and everything, let me talk about my experience. So my therapist um i specifically had picked her because i was looking up a lot of like therapy well let's talk about why I got into therapy so it was last year and i basically had asked my mom hey you know i need therapy i was suffering really bad with like mental health and it was during um like quarantine and everything and My mental health wasn't good at all, and I was really, like, depressive and suicidal, and yeah, my mental health was just not really good at that time, and you guys could have um, heard me talk about that a lot on the podcast, because I was, like, really, like, crying, and I didn't realize that that... I, I didn't realize over time that that was slowly, like, depression and everything, um, but... It was, I was, yeah, it was really bad, that state of, like, mind that I had. So, I was like, you know what? I've always told myself, you know, after we graduate and after we leave, like, the house, I'm referring to the house as my parents' house, we'll have therapy. But I was like, you know what? I can't wait that long I'm to get therapy. I need to get it now um, because from... Fifth grade, we have suffered with so much like depression depression, invasive thoughts, suicidal thoughts that um like we need to just like get the help now, basically, so it doesn't get worse because you know, um, like I said, it started our fifth grade year. And then I was going, I was in my ninth grade year at that time, but like, no, it was like in December when like everything kind of really was really, really bad, really, really bad in December of last year, um, in December of like, um, 2020, 2019, yeah, 2019, Um, and then January, February, that was like my first time going into therapy. And I looked for like a Pacific therapist because they was giving me like white people. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So then I found this like woman, she's Haitian and she's black. And I was like, yep, this is my therapist. Like first session, I was like, hand down. This is my therapist. A, she's Haitian. B, she's black. And she, C, she's a woman. So she will understand all my experiences, and it won't be um, talking to, like, a complete stranger. It will be talking to somebody that has the same experience as me. And she was born in Haiti. Um, Even though I was born here, she still grew up with two Haitian parents. Um, So she will understand what I'm saying, understand my perspective. So I was like, yeah, that's my therapist. And she has been the most best therapist that I've ever had Um, and my only therapist that I've ever had that I fully had, like, a session, and I was like, yeah, that's my therapist. But, um, even though therapy came to an end, I will say that, like, therapy did help, but also I had to put in the work. So, therapy is, therapy is, like, a tool, you know, you you have someone to talk to. They give you tools. Uh, therapy is kind of like a resource. I don't know how to better explain it words. It's like a resource, and that resources that resource gives you tools to use um, through day to day experiences within your life. Um, and basically, you have to use those tools. You have to. Mentally, Be in the position where you're like You know what I want better for myself I want to Heal myself from the trauma That I faced When I was younger And um, to not shame myself And not To Let my mental health kill me I want to Conquer that and I want better For myself So you really have to sit down with yourself And acknowledge that within yourself and that's, like, what I did. And then when that happened, I'm sorry if you hear noise. The humidifier is going. This chair is squeaking. And I'm too big for this goddamn chair, but I don't care. Um, but I'm sorry if you can hear, like, noises. But, um, yeah, like, and then that happened in, like, a couple months after therapy. Uh, my spiritual journey had happened that was, that was interesting, um, on TikTok, they make, like, spirituality, or the spiritual journey, so fun, and, like, oh, yeah, it's la-da-da-da-da, and it's, like, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, <sighs> that was, the, the, like, the depression with that was, it hit, it hit like a fucking ball, and then, um, you know, you realize shit about the world and you realize it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a really lonely and depressing time. And then on top of that, you just feel like you're the only one in this world. You can't talk to people the same way you can't. Everything's just so different within you. Um, you know, and like, My cousin had made this comment, where it's like she's like, "Oh, you're not the same," and I was like, "How?" She's like, "Oh, you just don't laugh at things no more. You're just not the same." And I was like, "Why?" She's like, "You, you just change." And I'm like, "No, I didn't change. I just, I'm growing into the person I've always truly wanted to become. I'm healing. I'm understanding." And I'm learning. And don't get me wrong. um, I don't want people to think like healing is just like this one-year thing of therapy and boom, I'm fixed. No. Healing is linear to everybody. Healing is a life process. Because you go through so many experiences, you encounter so many people. That healing is just life within itself. Um, So, yeah. I've just healed The, the past me. The the trauma that I've had before. And I've just understood that the trauma that happened is not my fault. The projections, the insecurities. That's not my fault. You know, identifying the fact that, like... One example would be... um, This encounter that I had with this person. And basically... They're not. They're never going to listen to this. I swear to God, they're never going to So I don't give a fuck. But I think they would. I don't know. I feel like they don't give a fuck. I'm sorry if you hear noise. This chair. But no, I swear to God, they're not going to listen to this. Whatever. Fuck it. Basically, I had this encounter with this person. And they left me in red. It's funny. I didn't say anything bad. At least I think I didn't. It was very like... It was a caring message, okay? When you give, when you care, when you give a lot of shit, people don't take that as that. But it was a, like, caring message, and I was very caring, and I had a lot of compassion, sympathy, et cetera, et cetera. Love that for me. And I was left unread, and, you know, one thing that I did learn, learn, no, realize, I will say, is that I didn't take it personal, you know? For a couple minutes, my goal was like, what the fuck? And then after that, I was like, okay, that's okay. Um, And I just, I don't know. It's not that I didn't care. It kind of did hurt. No, it kind of, it did hurt. It did hurt for me to be left in red. But then I was like, you know what? It's not me. Um, Somebody decides to text you, they text you. Somebody doesn't, they don't. It doesn't really matter. Um, They leave you in red. That's cool. That's fine um at least they received the message and they can perceive how the fuck the message went okay i don't fucking know how to text people i don't know nothing about that shit okay i got iphone i don't know okay i prefer to talk in person i can do the texting like bitch what the fuck I'm not gonna try to understand these goddamn emojis and these lmao in the lol. Bitch, just make it clear and simple, okay? I don't know what the fuck half of this shit mean. Like, it it gets me aggravated, okay? Like, uh, no, no. And then on top of that, It just been giving me like, I don't know what the fuck half this shit mean. Like, I'm just mm-mm. got me overthinking over here for what no I can't do texting awkward but like I definitely know the old me would have been like oh wow the person didn't respond is there something wrong with me how mean like I would respond to the person the person would and it's like baby listen you have respect because you have it some people don't have that within them and that's okay you know, some people's nice, some people's not nice. And it's not because you're nice, the other person has to be nice. Some people just don't have that within them. And you have to be aware of that. And you have to be like, Okay, well that's okay. Life still goes on. You know what I mean? Um I was sensitive before and I took a lot of things personal. And now I've just no, that's not the that's not me anymore. I'm not sensitive anymore. Um I don't take things personal. I'll just be like whatever you know when you identify oh let me tell you the big things so these are the big like p things which you understand what P means well, first p is perception people's perception of you your perception of your own self everything like that so you can be like oh you're fat no you're you're not fat that's just how they perceive you mm the the second p perceive that's just how somebody perceives you. Perception is the first one. Perceive and perspective. Those big things. They tell you. When I realized some things. I was like bruh. It's over. It's over. Like my brain. It's over. Sometimes I just can't comprehend. How the fuck my brain works. Because when I sit down. And reflect. And analyze on things. And I'm like damn. What the fuck? No, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Ever since my spiritual journey, ever since I've become this whole different person and just have been so open-minded and consciously aware of who I am, what I am, who I'm trying to become what I'm trying to do within my life, within this lifetime, um, so many people have been like, oh, I'm like, what the fuck, they're like, you're so smart, you're so intelligent, you know, don't make me feel like that, you make me feel dumb, like, you know so much shit, like, the way you speak, your perspective, you give me this very, like, motherly energy and shit like that, I'm like, nigga, what? what the fuck older people have said that people younger than me i'm like what the fuck no i'm like no you know it's just you know i don't know i just be saying shit don't don't make shit be like i just be saying stuff it's like no you have so much knowledge you have so much wisdom huh no because i don't even take it like that because i'm just like okay whatever whatever because you know my ego will really eat that up. Yes, she will. She will eat that up. But I'm just like, no. Okay? Maybe I know things. Okay? I'm open-minded. Okay? I've gained some type of wisdom. Some type of knowledge. But, you know. Um. You know. I don't really know, bro. Like. Um. You know, it's just, it's nothing much. I don't know. I don't be, I don't really be like, I don't know, bro. I don't really be like thinking of anything much like that. Cause I'm just like, ugh, it's whatever. It's whatever. Cause, okay, I don't give myself credit. That I do deserve. I I don't. I don't give myself enough credit. I will say that, Um but I don't know the motherly energy. I do know where I get that from. I get that from um my ancestor. I do get that from her, but because she is a mother and she's the protector. Um, I love her so much. <sighs> but um. That's where I get the motherly energy from. Um. She looks after all her children. Um. Mm hmm So. She is my ancestors. Well. My aunt. She's. She's. She's a spirit. Within the Haitian culture. So. Yeah. Um. Ancestors. And the Haitian culture. But she's called a lua, Which equals spirit. That's. What Lua means. um, In Creole. But she's a spirit. And she is the mother energy. The protector. She guides her children. And yeah. Um, Her name is Donto. And she's a part of the Haitian culture. So yeah. Um, I love her so much. So yeah. Um, so I understand what people say, you know, you have the motherly energy because she is me, I'm her, she's within me, you know? Um, but yeah, and I'm just like, no, you know, But then sometimes I'm sitting down, I'm like, damn, why the fuck am I like spitting shit out? Like, I don't know. That's just some like weird shit, but I don't know. I just be like, I don't know. I, I just I fucking, I don't fucking know. Like, this girl at Publix, so I was like, oh, um, you know, we were just talking, and I was just like, okay, yeah, and we was just talking about, like, college schools and, like, life and everything, and she was like, oh, my gosh, you're so smart, like, don't make me feel dumb out here, and I was like, huh? I was like, what? I was like, no, and she was like, you know so much shit, and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, no, I don't, It's like, I I don't know, like, I, I don't know, man. man, I don't know, like, I'm just speaking shit. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I do need to, like... Acknowledge myself and give myself that credit. But I'm just like, nah. I feel like... I just have a sense of, like... Wisdom, knowledge... From being so open-minded to other people's... Perspective and opinions... And, like... Values and morals... That it's just, like... All aligned in one. So, it's just so like that. And, like... I feel as if, like that's kind of how you have to live you have to live very like open-minded to other people's perspectives and values and morals and opinions because um, you know i think that's just the beautiful thing about life you just have these experiences and encounters with people and you just have this like human experience because to me Let me also tell you something. To me, like, life within itself, I feel like life is an experience, right? And, like, you're just experiencing this human life. I also feel like this is the matrix. But you're, like, living this human experience. And, like, this is your physical body. This is your physical vessel. But you're just a spirit. You're just a spirit in this physical vessel. You know what I mean? Like, when you sit down and look at your body like, oh, this is just my physical vessel. And every everybody has a different perception on how your body looks. You know? Due to programming, too. Because, like I said. And then when you actually think about everything so aligned together, it just makes sense. Due to programming, some people might be like, oh, you're thick. But then, what is thick? This is social media, this is thick, and this is not what's thick. And then it's like, the you know, your body has to look like this, or you don't have this body shape. And then everybody has a different perception on what your body looks like due to programming from social media and what society says you have to be. And then you also have this perception of how your body looks due to the same factor again. But then when you actually think about it, it's just like your body is just like a physical vessel that people see, but you're just a spirit living in the body, if anything, you know, and then your mind creates the reality that you want. You thinking that you're not good enough and you are poor and you will never be in a good place. That's how your mind sees it. That's how you will always be. you always be in that position because that's what you're manifesting. That's what you want for yourself. And that's what you think for yourself. Instead of thinking better for yourself. Because when you think it like that, it's like... If your friend was to come up and say that to you, you would encourage them. You would look for better for them. You would tell them better. But then within yourself, you're like, oh no... Like, I I don't, you know, I'm not good enough, and et cetera, et cetera. But, like, when it comes to a friend or someone else, you would encourage them. And it's like, your mind creates the reality that you want. You wanting better for yourself, that's what you're going to create. But it's not like, but you have to put the work in, too. You know what I mean? If you want to be financially stable... You're going to do everything in your power to be financially stable. But you're also going to create that reality within yourself. You first acknowledge, hey, I'm going to be financially stable. But it's like, in this present moment, you're like, I am financially stable. The present, the past, and the future. You are financially stable at this moment. You're working towards that, but you are. Because you are what you attract. And it's just, like, the people that you encounter within this lifetime, at least for me, what I've realized is that, like, I've encountered this person, and she, like, within my spiritual journey, and she's, like, older than me. Like, she's an adult. She's way older than me. And I'm just happy that I encountered her. Because she has so much wisdom and knowledge. And. I'm so happy that I encountered her within my lifetime. She just has so much wisdom and knowledge. And like. She's spiritual. And. The conversation that we have is just so. Enlightening to me. Because I don't have those conversations with people. With other people yes. But. But. Like, with her, it's different because I can call her. I can text her. Like, you know, I I can hang out with her if I want to. So, it's just, like, different. Compared to my friends, you know, I can't necessarily, like, talk to my friends like this. Because they're not going to understand it. And that's okay. They don't have to. But it's like... You know, when you question, you like, but how about me, like, when it comes to, like, situations, I can't really, like, tell my friends or anything because they're not going to understand, A. And, B, it's just going to sound, they're like, huh, what are you saying? I'm like, it's fine. Like, I don't even try because it's just, it's not going to make sense. But, like, I'm always, like, there for my friends. And they always say that they're like you know, thank you for the advice, and I'm, like, of course, like, if anything, I want better for you, and I know that you, will like, be better and succeed, and, you know, and, like, one of my friends, I was, like, you know, she's, like, oh, I hope I see you in the future, I hope, like, you know, all that stuff, and I was, like, yeah, I hope so, too, but I just want you to know that, like, I'm here today and I might not be here tomorrow. Not like in a like death way, more so like in um more so in the way of like I might be her friend for one year and I might not be her friend next year and that's okay. Like you encounter people, you encounter relationships, you encounter friendships, you might be there for a month or a year and not again. Because, like I said, people are experiences. And you have this experience with this person. And you exchange conversations. You exchange a friendship, a relationship. And when it ends, it ends. But at the end of the day, you had the experience and it's beautiful. And also understanding to detach, not from um the experience, but from the person. Because in reality... Everybody's here in in your life for a certain time period. They might be here in the winter, but they might not be here in the summer. And you don't want to attach yourself to the person where you feel as if you can't live without them. You can't experience life without them. So you're like, oh my god, like, I can't go out today without them. I can't go to the pool, or I can't go, or I can't live without them. You're just attaching yourself with the person. Attach yourself with the experience, just not with the person. Because at the end of the day, you were born by yourself, you're gonna die by yourself. Just to make it more like clear and sensible for you guys. It's just like you know what I mean? You can't attach yourself to people like that because then you're only living for people and you're not living within yourself. You're not pri prioritizing yourself. And your needs and your wants. You're like, oh, I, like, mean this person, this is us together. And it's like, no, you have to be within yourself. You have to be aligned within yourself. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I hope that all makes sense. I'm sitting here with this mic and I'm like, I really hope that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense, but I really do hope that makes sense. But basically, like, yeah, like, within this year of my spiritual journey, I'm sorry, I burped, and my heart hurts, like, my chest, like, my heart chakra, so unbalanced, I'm trying to figure that out, I'm trying to work on that, I worked on my throat chakra, that got me in a lot of trouble, because I did say some shit. I wasn't supposed to, but my throat chakra was really blocked, In like, two days or three days after that, I unblocked it, because I realized my throat chakra, because I was holding a lot of shit back, and then, damn, when I unblocked that shit, hey, it was not good for the world, okay, three to four days after that, it was just bad, like, I said a lot of shit, it wasn't bad shit, it was just shit that Needed to come out that I didn't express. And I finally expressed it. But. um, I hope. Like what I was saying makes sense. Because I'm just like sitting here. And just like. Thinking and it's just like. Yeah. Like for me at least. I don't like live for people. I just like live within myself. You know what I mean. Like. I don't know. You know. This humidifier needs to stop making noise. I'm sorry. But, like, um, you know, I live, like, for myself. And I don't live, like, for people, you know? Because, like, life is a beautiful experience. Because before, I viewed life so differently. And then I understand that, like, I'm experiencing life, you know? Don't get me wrong. Like, I still do, you know, have, like, invasive thoughts. Like, oh, my God. What if we just, like, sorry for making that noise. But I was trying to make, like, the killing noise. Like, kill ourselves. But, no, in, like, a joking manner. But (laughs) non-joking. I'm sorry. But, like, sometimes it's, like, what if I didn't exist? That'd be fun, right? Like, that's what I think. But, because I just be hating this shit. Like, this is what I be talking about. Like, it's a fucking Matrix. Like, bruh. Even though, like, I work and shit, I'm like, I cannot imagine myself working until I'm 65, a 9 of five, every fucking day, paying the fucking white man, paying for taxes. Paying for basic necessities. Oh, I would die. I would rather die than do that shit. Like, I just, I can't imagine myself doing that. Like, I'd rather just die. Because I can't suffer that. You know what I mean? Like, no, thank you. Just, just fucking kill me. I I can't do that. Like, nothing. No. Can't. Um,. That's why I say it's the fucking matrix, because, like, no. Fucking hate the school system. Hate that shit. Like, me and some people slash friends, we just talking everything. And I was like, you know why the fuck they didn't close school down? Because, like, Florida would never close down. Even though, you know... I spent half of my eighth grade year online and then my ninth grade year, you think they gonna close that shit even though like the corona cases are still like rising? No. You know why? Because those fucking white people haven't made money in the past two and a half years from us taking tests. Why the fuck would they close that shit down? They make money off of them fucking FSA tested FSA testing and those Florida testing. So uh, why the fuck would they close that shit down? They haven't made money. Duh. And they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know, bruh. I sat down and I was like, you know why the fuck they're not closing that shit down? I was like, why? They was like, because them white people haven't made money. I'm like, made money by how? Bitch, do you know they make money by you testing? Do you know the school system makes money by you just coming to school and doing those SAT shit? I was like, oh. And my teacher was like, oh, yeah, you know. Those tests are a lot of money, and I'm like, do I get paid? Oh, you get paid when you go to college. How the fuck? Oh, because, you know, if you pass those tests, they pay you, technically pay your college. I'm like, that's not the point. Where the fuck is my money? Because I come here eight hours every fucking day. Where's my money? Oh. Yeah, like I said, and them testers is built for, like, one person specifically, them tests ain't built for all of us, okay? Some of us can't do good in justice. So, bitch, these tests are staffing tests. It's like, it's either A, B, or C. That's it. Okay? Like, and it's given very much... I don't know what the fuck the letters it is. It's given very much y'all made this test for one specific people. Or one specific group. Or one specific person. Cause, uh, y- y- y'all know half of us don't even know shit. Can't even pass this shit and it's just stupid as fuck. Masturbate. Stupid. stupid, Don't understand that shit. Like, no white people, I fucking hate that. Like, ever since, like, knowing the truth about that shit and, like, conspiracy theories and shit like that, I fucking hate everything. Like, I hate existing. Like, I'm just like, bitch. You got me out of here, though. You got me all the way fucked up. All the way fucked up. Like, I, I can't do that shit in a way. Like, no. No. The school system is fucking ass. Like, what the fuck? No. You got me all the way fucked up. All the way fucked up on some other shit. But, like, I was also... I had on this video on TikTok how... Somebody was basically saying how love is, like, a chemical... Not it, not a chemical imbalance, but something along the words of, love is a feeling. It's like a chemical feeling. Just like how, um... What's that word again? Basically, something about love is a chemical feeling. Um, and everything like that. Excuse me. I don't know why I'm burping. But... Something about, like, love is a feeling or some shit like that. And I was just, like, honestly, I don't know love. Like, I don't know. Love is interesting. Because as someone that's, like, never, like, been in love or encountered any, like, romantic shit with anybody, I think it's interesting as fuck. Like, I do think that, like, in a sense... Like, I just... I think I fear love. I think... No, I fear that shit. Low-key, I fear, that, like, fear it. That reminds me of the episode I was talking about. Like, how... Um, uh, people within this generation fear love. I kind of low-key fear it. I think I did say I didn't fear it on that episode. But I low-key fear love. Like, I low-key fear loving someone unconditionally with my heart I fear that I fear losing myself within a relationship slash partnership with somebody else because like I could imagine me being fucking single still 20 years old. Because, like, I'm 17. I could still imagine that shit. Because, I don't know. Bitch, I just... I could imagine me just being 20 and being single. Because, like, I just... I don't... I don't, Like, I don't mind a relationship. Like, I don't mind just, like, flirting and whatever. Like, I don't mind that shit. But, bitch... If you see me fucking smiling... <laughs> because somebody texts me no that's where the issue is i'm gonna shut it down real quick i am be like leave me the fuck alone okay like before i met you i was just smiling on no goddamn phone leave me the fuck alone don't i ain't got time to be smiling on no fucking phone i ain't got time to be waiting on somebody to text me like bruh i'm dead with myself like i just really don't be having time for that shit low key Like me smiling on the phone because the nigga texts me. Oh my god, fuck no! I sound high, but I'm not high. But yeah, like, mm mm, I no no, but I could imagine me being twenty and single because like these niggas out here, I just I feel like I just be spotting the red flags. A and B. A lot of them. At least one encounter that I have with. A nigga. I realized. Well there was an energy vampire. So I was like no. Mm, mm -mm." And yes they fucking was. There was an energy vampire. And. Like. The thing is. Is that like. A lot of these niggas are looking for, like, a mom or a therapist or, like, for somebody to cuddle them and, like, teach them the basic necessities. And when I mean basic necessities, I basically mean, like, the basic ways of how to be in a relationship. Like, they want somebody to teach them about, like, love and communication and their love language and how to treat somebody. Like, nigga, what? don't fucking play with me if anything i'm not gonna raise a nigga you know what i mean like i'm not finna raise a nigga i'm not finna teach a nigga okay so yeah this is how you properly communicate and here's a guideline here's like a book i'm not gonna teach you that you know how much time and energy that take to be teaching niggas basic shit like you gotta teach a nigga hey like don't forget to hit me up my nigga what Nah, I can't be doing that shit. Like you got me all the way fucked up. Like I don't be doing that shit. Like I meet people, bruh <laughs> <Right>. This girl, <laughs> this is fucking fun to me. I was wilding She didn't tell me. Oh yeah, like she been in partnership for like three years, right? Like partnership, aka relationship. Like shit was rough. Blah blah. blah right. Give person try, give the person chance, blah blah blah. Chance or in Oregon, right? Third year, right? The person gets upset, don't text back. Basic shit, right? Have patience. You know, you have to teach the person, like basically she's teaching person how to communicate, how to have patience, you know how not to get upset when they have different the, when the person has different perspective and opinion. I'm looking like what could never be me. This is why I can't be in relationships. I do not. I can't. I can't. And, um... What's that called? Niggas are the ones that's like... Women need to, like, lower their expectations. Lower my expectations. I know you got me all the fucked up. No one has ever said I have high expectations. Because I don't really specifically talk about my expectations. But I guess I would say I have high expectations. Because I'm not going to build a nigga. That's just not me. I'm not going to build somebody... You, at your big age. I'm finna build you up. No. I can... What's that called? Encourage you. But I'm not gonna build you. I'm not gonna, like, show you how to walk. You was not a baby. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna do basic things for you. And what I mean basic, basic. You're telling me... You don't know how to communicate and I'm supposed to teach you? You're telling me that... When it comes to, like, somebody having a different perspective than yours, you're going to be upset? Could never. Could never. You're telling me you can't give basic respect? Like I had said on the podcast for this episode, people give what they can give within themselves. Some people don't know how to respect you because that's just something they're not capable of giving. But when it comes to somebody romantically in a relationship, yeah. I guess I do have a high expectation because girl, I can't do that. Especially with like the information that I know, like when it comes to like spirituality and psychology and like how somebody is is due to trauma and how you know what I mean? Building somebody up and all That stuff can drain your energy, and over time, you get to feel so drained. Like, the person just takes your time energy away for basic shit, basic necessities. You know what I mean? No, it's just too much. I, I don't know how people do it. Like, I got mad respect for people that build up other people. Like, I, no, 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 this is it. I got mad respect for people who are Bob the Builder because when you build other people, build them up due to trauma that they have not healed or acknowledged, and then you build them up, and then you make them address it, and then you make them be aware of it. It's a process. It's a time, and it's like, first of all, you're not their mommy. You're not their therapist. You know what I mean? There's, there's, There's a therapist for that, you know? who has a psych, psychi- like psychology major and went to college and took the degree. They can go get a therapist themselves. But now you being, aka the mommy, and being Bob the Builder, it's like, what? No, I applaud people for that. I applaud people who are like Bob the Builder and everything like that. Because, like, could never be me. Could never. But I applaud people like Tom because i just it's it's so much time and energy and i say it could never be me because it's like i love my peace okay i love my peace bruh i love like peace within myself (laughs) i love my phone being on do not disturb i love people not having access to me in my phone like you do not catch me on my phone talking or texting nobody. I'll be on TikTok or Instagram or Pinterest, or YouTube or Netflix or HBO Max. That's that's, that's the apps that I be on. Amazon too. Cause no, nah, I just can't like. But I see myself as well being twenty, and um, not single. I mean single, cause it's just like I don't know. I don't know. I've never. I've thought about like. In the like, fantasy-type show. i be like, oh, you know, this would be cute. It'd be cute. It'd be given to be in a relationship. But then would be like, do you know how great that is? Like, I don't know. And it's not like I require a lot. But it's just like... If you invalidate my emotions, if you invalidate my experiences, if you... Trauma dump on me because I've encountered somebody that trauma dump- I've encountered people that had trauma dumped. Don't get me wrong, I used to be somebody that like trauma dumped or used my trauma as like, oh no, with just one experience that I had, it made me acknowledge that I, I still was holding on to trauma, but you know, I encountered multiple people that are trauma down but I just be like okay like I don't know people's issues, people's problems, people's trauma I don't hold on to it I just bet like, okay you're gonna talk to me for your trauma quick cool I'm gonna give you advice and continue with life and like after that I'm not gonna worry about you I'm sorry that sounds so bad but that's what I talk about detaching okay detaching it's bad But it's something that I just do automatically. It's like, boom. You know, you have this conversation with people. You meet this person and great, cool. And then, boom, just cool. It's whatever. I might never see the person again today or tomorrow. Great, cool. We had a beautiful conversation. That person, you know, taught me a lot of things, had beautiful words, and great, cool. Child, I guess it might sound bad, but it's not really not bad because, I don't know, I have sympathy while you're talking and after that. I'm like I'm not like, oh my god, blah, blah, blah. No. After that it's like, yeah. Um I don't remember what I call this episode. I think it's just gonna be late night talks. Late night talks. Because it's all over the place. Also, this is gonna be the last thing I say. But because this reminds me of something. Someone. But death is beautiful. You want to know why? Uh, before, I didn't look at death like that. But now I do. Death is like a beautiful thing. Like, my dad. He's like 50 something years old. Like 50 years. Some shit like that. 59. And... I would think about him dying. Oh my God. I'm going to low-key cry. And it's like 12.32. That's why I'm talking. Like, I'm high or some shit like that. But I think about him dying. And I would be so sad. But like, now. I just enjoy the moments with him that I have. Like. Yes, he's old, but I don't think about him dying as a sad thing no more. I think about it as, like, a beautiful thing, you know? He, he made me. He was in my life. And when he is physically gone, because, like I said, you are a spirit living in a... um. This is your, your body is a vessel. When he's physically gone. Like his vessel. His body is physically not here no more. Um, I still know his spirit and soul still lives on. And I can still talk to him. And I have an altar for him. Even though he's my father. I wouldn't call him my ancestor. But... You know, he's a part of my ancestral lineage, but he did make me, so he's my father. And I can talk to him, and he will always be there to help me. That's why I like at death ass. It's a beautiful thing. Like, I don't want a funeral, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. My mom thought I was crazy for saying that. But I don't want a funeral. Like, I want, like, a beautiful celebration where everybody comes to eat. And it's like a beautiful celebration of his life, of his legacy, of his children that he had created. And I just wanted it to be like a beautiful tribute to his life. However many years he lived, you know, he had kids, he lived, he had a beautiful life of experiences, and... He's never gone. He's always been there. And it's just a celebration of his life. But that's how I look at death. It's just a celebration of life. A celebration of existence. But you're never gone. You're never gone. But anyways, this episode is like an hour long. Half an hour long. Well, it's 49 minutes, so... No, it's not long. But it's kind of long. It's. I think this is the longest episode on my. No, it's not the longest episode on my podcast. But still, so. Um. No, it's not the longest episode. Oh, it's the longest episode that I've recorded for this year. But yeah, I hope you guys really like this episode. It was really. It was kind of long. But this is going to be called "Remembering," Um. Late night talks. So yeah. I hope you guys really like this episode. Thank you for listening. Um, don't mind me just talking. And changing the topic. And the subject. It's 1236 in the morning. I had to record for you guys. Because I didn't record before. For this week. And um, yeah. Thanks for listening. I have a great. Um, day Night and everything like that evening, and, um, I'm sorry for the noise but this chair, but I hope you like this episode, I hope it was good, if you want me to talk about anything else, fucking DM me, okay, please DM me, at love underscore dance underscore food, don't ask why the name, it was just simple and easy, okay, three favorite things that I love, but, um, yeah, thanks for listening, and bellers.